Today's Leading Women episode 546 with the wonderful Deborah Cohen. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Deborah Cohen. Deborah Cohen is the president and founder of Home Remedies, a homeowner referral network, HRN business that has expanded nationwide and grossed 4 million to date. She has helped 300 Plus, other entrepreneurs launched HRN businesses from home, and her business has been featured in Good Housekeeping, Women's Day, The New York Times, and Parents. To learn more, visit www.hrnbiz.com. Again, that's www.hrnbiz.com. Women of the World, Ms. Deborah Cohen. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. I am delighted to have you on the show uh, as well, and I'm sure our listeners too. So, Deborah, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with HR and Biz. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. Well, my business is a home improvement contractor referral business. And I started my business about 19 years ago after my husband and I first moved into our house, which is a 75-year-old tutor. And it didn't take long to realize how difficult it can be to find reliable painters, plumbers, carpenters, electricians, etc. So I am a home improvement buff, and I love to decorate. I also am a networker by nature. And eventually it occurred to me that there are so many good contractors out there and so many homeowners who don't know how to find them. So why don't I create a service where I can connect the two and screen good contractors for licensing, insurance, customer service, and refer them to local homeowners. Um, so basically what happened was one day I had a squirrel in my attic, and my husband and I had hired maybe three or four different pest control specialists to uh, try to get rid of that squirrel. And eventually I stumbled upon a gentleman who was so knowledgeable, trustworthy, and got rid of our squirrel safely um, after just one visit. And I was so appreciative, I said to him, if I got you work, would you be willing to pay me a commission? And he loved the idea. 
So from that humble start, Home Remedies was born. Mm, I love that story. I love it. And, and more often, that's my theme here at today's Lumia Man, because more often the business idea, that idea came from our own need of something that, and then that we didn't find a solution for it. You know, it started with you find, um, finding that contractor uh, the work for you. And now you build this business around connecting these contractors to homeowners. I love, really love, love that idea because no, there is nothing as, as um, easy as uh, having the ability to connect people with each other, their expertise, and to the, the, the customers, for example, the homeowners. Love that you have this one out there. But what continues to inspire you doing this? Well, um, I started the business. It took off very quickly on. I was a new mom. I had a newborn at home, and I was working around you know, my, my daughter's schedule. And eventually, word about my business spread, and other homeowners and contractors outside of my operating area were requesting my help. Um, and I had limited hours in the day, as every, anybody with a newborn knows. I also got a phone call from a woman in Boston who had heard about my business, loved the idea, and thought, and asked me if I could help her set one up in Boston. And that was my second aha moment when I realized that I don't have to try to handle all this work on my own. Why don't I teach other people how to run my business maybe set up a few other HRM businesses in neighboring counties on Long Island and refer the work to them so that we could share and I could focus on my operating area and also maintain the balance with, that I had established with my family. Because what I didn't mention earlier was I left a career in corporate America to be a stay-at-home mom. So being a mom was always my priority. Hmm, love that inspiration. I mean, those two aha moments that you've just shared with us, that's really more often the birth of a great business idea. And I mean, it grew from there. I mean, uh, that idea that you have that, that uh, in your local area, now you're spreading into other areas because other moms. So you're not yeah. only help, not, you're not just also helping contractors, but other moms who want to build a business around this as well. What an inspiration uh-huh. that one is. And then when, when a few HRM businesses were set up on Long Island, I realized that the business could work anywhere in America because it's really um, a universal need for it. So I started to promote um, my business nationwide and have, from that humble start, helped over 300 women and some men now too, actually, start uh, homeowner referral businesses of their own. Mm, absolutely. Love that you have this uh, out there um, that is not just not just a... Uh, yeah, um, an in- it's an income rev- generating uh, business for other other people out there too. Yes, it's very profitable. I mean, I have people from all walks of life running this business. One lady used to be an attorney, and now she's running her own HRN business. I have retired contractors doing this, real estate agents who want to create another profit center for their businesses, stay-at-home moms with no work experience whatsoever. Um, you can make it as big or small as you like, but um, there's definitely a universal need. That I can say for sure. Mm, absolutely. Now, let's talk about uh, wh- how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, I will say with all due humility, I'm extremely determined. (laughs) 
So I think any entrepreneur has to believe in their idea and be driven, to, you know, to bring it to fruition. Very determined person and very goal oriented. Um, I'm also a people person. I enjoy working with people, I enjoy helping people, I enjoy networking um, and promoting people who I think are fabulous. So that was another um, another quality that I think served me well in this business. And I'm also pretty organized. You know, every day I set, you know, I have a to-do list and I keep track of tabs on my contractors, tabs on my homeowner's jobs, and I follow up. And I think that that um, characteristic is very helpful, particularly for contractors who aren't always the most organized business people and who also aren't always great promoters. So I would say my skill sets match pretty well with theirs, and that's what made this business successful. All right, so that's determination, being people or person, and being organized. Great personal qualities here that Deborah just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt these traits into our lives. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, I had several big challenges. Um, first and foremost, I was starting from scratch. When I started my business, no one had ever even heard of a contractor referral service before. So I really had to write my business plan, marketing, do all the research with um, no roadmap to follow. So in addition to that, I had no business experience either. So I had no business experience, I had no home improvement experience, and I also had no money. <laughs> so first, to compensate for the no business experience and no home improvement experience, what I decided to do to, to gain the confidence that I needed and the knowledge and the expertise is I set up a board of advisors, and I invited a few of my contractors, my attorney, my insurance agent, a gentleman I worked with um, in my corporate career in marketing, and I invited them to be on my board so that I could turn to them for advice on specific issues where I didn't necessarily have expertise. And as far as the no money situation, we were really low on cash because I had left my career in corporate America to be a stay-at-home mom. I decided to take a loan against my husband's retirement savings plan. And going back to the goal-oriented and determined um, characteristics that I mentioned before, um, once I took that loan, it was my goal to pay it off as soon as possible. So I was very determined in the beginning and anything I made, I put towards that, that loan and I was able to pay it off in six months. Mm, I certainly can relate to this challenges that you've shared with us. And I'm sure a lot of us do. I mean, having no roadmap to follow, especially starting on. I mean, starting from scratch, having no business experience, bootstrapping or having very low uh, startup um finances to finance your business. These are challenges that I'm sure a lot of us can relate to it. But the good thing is that when we're sharing our experiences, the challenges and how we're able to overcome them, we learn from each other. So let us yes. learn from the challenges that uh, One Deborah... other thing that I would add also, Marie, is that um, realizing my own experience is, it really is what um, propelled me to start helping other entrepreneurs start their businesses because 
I knew how hard it was to start. I knew how hard it was to get um, the capital to start. So I offer, you know, one-on-one consultation time so people don't have to do it alone. I offer, you know, a, a business manual and forms so people can follow it. And I also offer 0% financing. So if they don't have the resources that I did, um, I can help them a little bit. I can help them get started in some small way. There you go. I mean, there's a lot of resources that we can tap into, uh, both online and offline. It's just about connecting with the right people. So connect with Deborah and see how she can be able to help you with the resources to start your business. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for sharing those. Seeking, you shall find, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. All right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Yes, it is a challenge. People, you know, I work from home and it's a tremendous luxury and I wouldn't have it any other way. But the, you know, one of the pitfalls is that when you work from home, your office is always here. Um, So you have to really learn to separate. And one of the things that I do for myself every single day is I exercise. I go to the gym, I go outside, I go for a run, a walk, a bike bike ride, whatever it may be that day. But I get, get out of my office and I exercise at least once a day. And that clears my head. And I actually find that's when some of my best ideas come to me. And I also have met some pretty incredible contractors and homeowners while I'm out, you know, exercising or at the gym. So I I really try to get out of my office every single day and exercise my body. Um, I find it's the most relaxing time of day for me, and it's the only time I'm not thinking about work. Um, as for my family, I always have dinner with my family. That is a rule. I think the the nights that we have don't have dinner a week, maybe less than one or two. Um, I may not always cook the dinner because I may not always have the time to cook the dinner and go grocery shopping, but we always sit down and have a meal together, and I never answer my business line during a meal or when I'm, you know, helping my kids with homework or any other family-related activity. Um, And when I have to be out of my office for my kids' activities or carpool or whatever the case may be, I call forward my calls to a cell phone if I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time. Um, and if I'm not engaged with them, you know, doing something family oriented, I will answer the phone. But, um, as I said, it, it's very difficult to separate when you're home. So you really have to work hard. I remember one mother's day, my children took a jump rope and tied the doors of my office shut. So I wouldn't be able to work that day. <laughs> so it's always a challenge, but again, the exercise is a tremendous help to me. So I know that I'm getting out every day and doing something exclusively for myself. Mm, absolutely, I agree with you. This is a challenge I'm sure a lot of us uh, share. I mean, uh, work-life balance is really hard, especially if you are working from home. I, uh, like myself, I really have to be disciplined and consistent in my routines as well. And I love that you uh, have that routine for yourself to exercise every day, making it as a way for you to be able to get out from your office on a daily basis 
walking outside, going for a run around a neighborhood or walk outside your neighborhood, not just for your exercise, but for meeting people as well. I love that idea. I mean, yeah, yeah and working re- from home, you can get very isolated. And also, just you need a change of scenery to stimulate your mind every now and then. So being in the same place for work and play isn't always ideal. That's why it's important to get out and, and even network and go to a networking meeting just to, to meet new people and get out of your routine and your isolation in a home office. Yeah, absolutely. And I love those those rules that you have. For example, having always having dinner with a family together with no calls or no business while with family. Really important. So find what that works for you and then stick with it. Um, I know it's hard, but we all have different priorities in life. So know what are those priorities you have and then make time for them. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, what you said is so true. Um, It's not just about making money. For me, one of the benchmarks is the simple satisfaction that I still get even today from helping people. Connecting a homeowner with a contractor that they had a hard time finding on their own, helping somebody start their business and getting a phone call that they got their first commission check and they're so excited. That is truly the most rewarding aspect of my business, helping somebody else. And I think that's just basic human nature and that's the foundation of my business. Um, On a personal level, being a good role model to my children and being here every single day has been one of the most rewarding aspects of my business and something that just can't be quantified. I work and then I walked around the corner for about eight years to pick each one of them up at school every day. I never missed a school play, a parent-teacher conference, or any other activity because I was working in corporate America and somebody told me I couldn't. And then, of course, you know, the financial rewards. And it's not buying a fur coat or a diamond ring. It's providing security for my family. And as I said before, I'm very goal-oriented. So as soon as I started to earn a good living for my business, I set up college accounts for my children. I help pay off our mortgage. And those goals make me feel good about myself because I feel like I'm providing um, security for my family. Mm, I love your perspective of success. Success is that satisfaction we feel when we're able to help others. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I truly believe that that's the true essence of success. When we know that what we're putting out there is making a difference in other people's lives, when we know that we are doing what we love doing, that we have time and that freedom of choice and time for our family, or those intangible benefits of being in business, I truly believe are the true essence of success all right let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be especially to those who want to follow your footsteps you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past 
Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, first and foremost, I, I hear from entrepreneurs all day long, people who say, oh, you're running such a great business. I want to do that too. And my first bit of advice for new entrepreneurs uh, is to stop looking outward and start looking inward. It's great to see somebody running a great business, and that business might be ideal for you, but you won't know until you really do a little bit of self-evaluation. Uh, figure out, what am I good at? Do I love working with computers? Do I love working with people? Am I a great chef? Do I enjoy working with children? And use those talents to build a business that capitalizes on your personal strengths. The second part of that is hone in on your weaknesses and be honest about them. Some people aren't that organized. Some people are shy on the telephone. Some people aren't good writers. Whatever your weaknesses are, you have to be aware of those too because whatever business you start, you're going to have to compensate for them. And three, like I did, build a team of advisors and outsource. I could have never built the business I did if I tried to do everything on my own. And I did try in the beginning. And that's a common mistake for, for entrepreneurs, particularly women. We're so trained to be multitaskers and do everything. Outsource the tasks of your business that you're not that great at. If you're not a, a highly proficient web developer, get yourself a webmaster. Don't waste hours and hours trying to figure out how to build a website. You can use your, your hours more effectively. You use your hours doing this, at, you know, focusing on the aspects of your business that you're best at. For me personally, that's being on the phone with my contractors and homeowners, and I basically outsource every other aspect of my business to a virtual virtual assistant, um, somebody who handles my SEO, graphic artist, my webmaster. I have an IT person. I have a web, uh, my software developer, so that I know this team of advisors is coming to me and telling me what's the latest and the greatest in the industry and doing what they know how to do best, and I have the time and freedom to do what I do best. And I think for any entrepreneur, you need to do that. You cannot possibly be an expert at everything. Mm, love those tips that you shared with us. And I have to iterate again, the learning to outsource or delegate, because this is really huge to understand, especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out. And I know you might not be able to uh, afford outsourcing or delegating right away, but you have to get to that point that you have to be able to outsource the tasks that, uh, especially those tasks that you want to outsource, that you, for example, the technical part of a side of our business, for example, you don't want to spend time, your time there. Spend your time in those that you love doing, also the ones, that, the activities that are gen revenue generating, and the rest exactly. outsource. Yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Last but not the least, Deborah, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Wow. Well, there are a lot of women who are admirable for a lot of different reasons. Um, I, I chose one because I think she encompasses everything that I'd like to be as an entrepreneur. And I believe that woman is Oprah Winfrey. 
Oprah Winfrey created a business from nothing. She created an empire, capitalizing on her talents. She maintained sincerity. She's philanthropic. And deep down in my heart, I think from childhood, I wanted to be a talk show host. <laughs> and she always made it look so easy. But I feel like she built a business connecting with people and never lost sight of, of her heart and soul. And uh, that, that made her a very wealthy woman and I'm sure a very fulfilled and happy woman. Absolutely. I mean, Oprah Winfrey has, is such an inspiration, not only to you, but all of us here. I mean, her vulnerability, her experience, what she's doing out there, uh, helping people, connecting with people, really admirable and really an inspiration to all of us. So, she really to, humanizes. She really brings the world together through, you know, human stories and interaction and reminds us all, you know, how important it is to learn from one another and be empathetic to one another. Absolutely. So to Oprah Winfrey, we salute you for not just being an, an inspiration to Deborah, but to all of us here at today's Leading Women. Lastly, Deborah, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Well, the biggest benefit is if you're interested in starting a business like mine, a contract or referral business, you don't have to start from scratch. I have the entire roadmap documented in a manual, forms, consult forms, commission tables, liability information, all of my marketing and advertising so that you can literally hit the ground running and get started. It's just a matter of weeks. Most people get up and running in about 8 to 12 weeks. And best of all, you don't have to be in business by yourself like I was in the beginning. Um, you have the support of someone who's been there. And if you think that your community can benefit from having a, a contract referral business or that this is the ideal business for, for you, feel free to reach out to me. I would be more than happy to answer questions. And you can reach me via my website, which is www.hrmbiz.com. And I always enjoy talking by phone as well. And uh, my number is on the website as well. All right, so that's hrnbiz, B-I-Z dot com. That's www.hrnbiz.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, especially for those of you who want to start a business, uh, not starting from scratch. Uh, Deborah and her company has developed a business model that you can learn and you, um, and you can learn and you don't have because she provides the tools and strategies and uh, resources that she has um, following her model. So connect with her through her website at hrnbiz.com. That's www.hrnbiz.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash uh, Deborah Cohen or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, the link is www.hrnbiz.com. Deborah, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much, Marie. Lovely to meet you podcast your passion. Yes, 
Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.